everyone. We are here at the L'Oreal Professional Products U.S. headquarters in New York City. We are so excited to introduce you to all of these amazing people that we've been able to speak with. Stay tuned for these episodes of Beauty School Bobby and make sure that you are subscribed to be notified when these episodes come out. I want to start off right away by just jumping in to talk to you a little bit about how you came into this industry. What was your first initial step into the beauty industry? Yeah, absolutely. So my very first step into the beauty industry, um, I was 13. My very first job, I was working in a deli part-time. I was a cashier, counting back change before the registers actually told you how much to give back, which was a whole, whole lesson in itself. Um, But when I I was working in the the deli, uh, I actually met a woman who was an educator for Matrix. Uh, she would come in regularly and, and we would talk. She would share a little bit more about her profession and how she was in, in education, uh, how she was a hairdresser, and she just completely piqued my interest. Uh, you know, through that, we built a, a relationship and, and uh, I went and I spent some time and I started working with her. I was her assistant. She had a beautiful little salon right out of her house. Um, and it was just a, a unique opportunity at a very young age uh, to get a, an insider look. And she would share with me the trips that she would go on. She would share with me the type of education she was doing, the classes she was doing. So it's just a, a unique opportunity that kind of opened the, the world of yeah. the beauty industry. What was different about her that kind of like, as far as from your other clients that you saw in the deli or the other customers that you had in the deli, like what was it that stood out about her? Cause I'm sure that that's a big part of what drew you um, kind of into this. Like what interested you in her? Yeah, she was cool. <laughs> she came in and she had fun red, uh, you know, red highlights running through her hair and uh, she was trendy. She was cool. She just, she always stood out. She was super personable. Um, and we built a, a relationship from there. So how old were you when you started in her salon? Uh, 14. Okay. So you were young. I so young. how exciting was it to like hear the women that would come in, like the conversations, like, were you a part of the conversations oh, um, that would be happening? Were you like eavesdropping? Like what I did was that look like? fully in and part of every <laughs> single conversation. Uh, she had a, a beautiful little salon, but it was out of her house. So, so it would cool. be, uh, you know, the three of us with her, her clients coming in and, and, uh, you know, I even just remember the learning curve that I got to go go through. And the very yeah. first time that I shampooed someone and they sat up and I wet their entire back. <laughs> and I think back to those experiences and, and just being able to learn from them um, and have an amazing teacher that, uh, you know, she was. I mean, her heart was in education. She was passionate about education. So it was more than just a job. You know, she used yeah. the opportunity to coach me, develop me, teach me, train me, yeah. and just pass on all of her knowledge. I think a lot of times when we have um, people that are exposed to the beauty industry can sometimes be negative, or they might even have like a parent that has done it, but maybe, you know, didn't go in all the way. It seems mm-hmm. like you really found a person that was like a leader and somebody who really valued education, which is, I think, sometimes like something that people have to learn in this industry is like the importance of continued education and, oh, and why, like you had that right away, which is not normal. Like that's kind no. of a different experience. So you, did you do that all through high school then? You probably had like the best hair, like the best, like having that access to that so like, is a dream. Totally the time. I don't know if you'd say best at that time. <laughs> I would say the best it was uh, when ginger spice was super popular. Love. So I had the 
three just yes. highlights where you'd pull the hair up and you couldn't see them, but they're yes. big, chalky highlights. Mm -hmm. uh, and I went through lots of different hair evolutions <laughs> and, and phases. Um, but no, it was, it was an amazing opportunity to be able to work with her. Yeah. And then so you get um, finished with high school. So what happened post-high school? Were, was your family on board for you kind of coming to the industry or were you pushed into a different direction? What did that look like when it came time for post-high yeah. school? So I actually went to, um, you know, went to cosmetology school in high school. Okay. So I fell in love with the industry at that point, um, did half day programs. So I went to BOCES out on Long Island. Yeah. Um, you know, I came from a, a family where I was a single mom and being able to go to college was something that was definitely an aspiration and, mm -hmm. and a dream. Uh, but in order to get there, I knew I was going to have to pay my way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that was something that was important to me. So I, I finished high school. Um, went, you know, did my state board test, became licensed as a hairdresser, and I actually moved into New York City. Uh, I was 17. I'll always remember at the, the time, 17, moved wow. into the city by myself. Uh, went to FIT for advertising and marketing. And I used the salon, um, the tips, the payment, everything that I got to pay my way through school. So yeah. it was always the, this dual world that I was able to live in. Did you work in a salon in New York? When you moved here, or were you just kind of doing this like on the slide? Where did you where did you go after that? Yeah, so I was working in a salon. Okay. So yep, I moved in. I turned eighteen, got a job as uh, an assistant in a salon Amazing. on Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. It was I mean, that's a incredible. Super unique experience. Yeah, that's so amazing. And so, um, with when you went to the Fashion Institute, what um, what was your experience like there? Was everybody kind of interested? Like, were you selling yourself to everybody as far oh, as like, come see me, let me do your hair? Completely sold my to everybody. Yeah. I had a full clientele just from the <laughs> dorm itself. Uh, and Friday nights, Saturday nights were so, so fun. much fun yeah. because I would literally just have clients. Everybody would rotate in uh, and I would do hair. Yeah. I would do haircuts. I would do styles. I actually uh, use all of my friends at the, the time. I was building my portfolio uh, and I would just have them come in for free haircuts, free highlights, one, to be able to practice, which was amazing. Yeah. Uh, and two, I would just take pictures and, and use all of them to build a, a portfolio for myself. That's so amazing. Like, I really feel like your journey is so original, first of all. Like, I think it's so cool that this is the path that you took. Um, but I think that you just had these steps along the way that were really important. I think now, I mean, obviously it was, it's Instagram now, it was building portfolios back yeah. then with the photos and everything. But I think that like, that's something that is so awesome that you even had that experience or that knowledge to say like, I'm gonna use what is here. Um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna use what's around me to actually like, to grow what you're doing. So you traveled for a little bit after that. I did. Um, so you kind of lived a little bit um, everywhere. So talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, that journey absolutely, like. absolutely. So, uh, Transitioned, and while I was uh, going to college for advertising and marketing, um, I wanted to do a study abroad. So what was just amazing was I had the opportunity to do a study abroad in Florence, Italy. Um, and again, it was an opportunity where I showed up with my comb and my scissors, and I was able to build a, a side clientele when I was living in Europe. Um, you know, I, I fell in love, obviously, it's Italy. I fell yes. in love with being in Italy, and, and um, I actually took the next semester off. Um, and I stayed in, in Europe and I That's was amazing. really able to, to do that and make extra money, make money on the, the side um, from being a hairdresser and just having tools that I could travel with me and, and be able to have a trade that you didn't necessarily need that language, uh, you know, language to be able to, to bring to life. Yeah, that's so awesome. So then what brought you into this position that you are in now? How did that happen? Yeah, so I uh, came back into the, the U.S. after my transition and, and time abroad, um, and I was graduating. 
So in order to graduate, I needed to do an internship. And, you know, if I'm going to be honest, at the time, I loved everything about being a hairdresser. I had great clientele. I was making great money. I loved, loved, loved what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, you know what? I'm going to finish my, my college degree and I'm going to just have that as, you know, something under my belt that yeah. I did for myself. And I'm going to go and work full time behind the, the chair. Um, I had to do an internship in order to, to graduate. And I actually interned on Matrix DMI. So Matrix DMI, it's the global uh, global wing of Matrix. Um, I, I always remember I showed up to the first day of, of my interview and I uh, was, okay, you know, getting ready for a corporate environment. So I thought, of course, corporate, let me put in my 26-inch <laughs> extension. So I had my super long hair and my fabulous lashes and, and I just showed up into this corporate space. Um, and I uh, actually interviewed for a marketing role at the time. And I remember when I was having the conversation, they were asking, you know, okay, I see that you're a hairdresser. Why are you interested in marketing? Why not a role in education? And to be honest, at the time, I had no idea. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Um, So she actually put me into contact with the head of education at that that time to do an interview. Um, And it just opened up a complete new world that I had no idea even existed. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. And so what, I mean, it's crazy. Cause like you said, like the person that kind of brought you into this was so education focused and now that's what you're doing. Um, and yeah. that's the career path that you've taken. So I think that that's so special. I think that connection is so important. And I think that that's one of the messages that we always, you know, try to send is take those opportunities. Um, you never know who you're going to meet and come across and like sharing the knowledge is so yeah. important. I think a lot of students now, um, don't always value, um, their superior or not superiors, but their seniors um yeah. you know and there's just so much information that can like lead this step to this step i think that that's so important i think it's awesome that you had that so what does a day look like for you kind of let's talk about your role here yes. now and what your what your job is day to day um at this point yeah absolutely so um you know i think what i love about my role right now is uh the duality right mm-hmm. so i'm able to kind of put on that right brain left brain be yeah. creative, but also be business-minded at the, the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, tap into my knowledge and, and, you know, my career as a hairdresser. Yeah. Um, and really understand what works for hairdressers. What are need gaps? Um, mm-hmm. Everything from a, a product standpoint, product portfolio, new products that we're launching, um, to coming up with classes, content, curriculum. Um, you know, being able to, to create a bridge and marry those two worlds between, okay, this is the product or this is the lineup that we're launching. Here's how it's performing. Here's a need gap that we perhaps, you know, see in the, the market. Mm-hmm. And then what's that bridge, right? How do we get it in the hands of stylists? How do we speak to them in, in um, you know, professional language that they'll understand how to maximize these tools to really create a, a path for their own success? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with a, a little bit about my role, you know, having the opportunity to work on content development, um, you know, work with different team members across marketing, across their e-commerce business, across our Sephora business. Um, you know, I think education just has the opportunity to expand beyond boundaries that, uh, you know, are, are truly endless. And, mm-hmm. you know, within this role, you get to touch so many different people, touch so many different lives, which is super rewarding. We're going to take a quick break from the podcast to hear a word from our sponsors. Today's sponsor for this episode is Lead. Lead is the first degree designed with beauty professionals in mind. To create future professionals and leaders for this fast-growing industry, Rolfs has partnered with L'Oreal, Arizona State University, and Mesa Community College and is proud to launch the first ever college and university degree designed specifically with beauty professionals. It's time to acknowledge the level of impact beauty professionals have in our lives. Every year, an individual consults with a beauty professional over 48% more than a physician. 
This is why advancing the accredited education of beauty professionals is our mission. LEAD is shaping the future of beauty by developing the minds and expanding the intellect of beauty professionals who maintain and restore our self-expression and well-being. For more information, visit leadinstitute.degree today. The folks at Access, L'Oreal's online destination for professional education, are ready to kick off the holidays. Because they love cosmetology students so much, they're launching a holiday promotion just for you. It's called Haul for the Holidays, and trust me, it's a haul like no other. And what's even better is that it couldn't be easier to participate. So here's how it works. Starting on November 1st, you will log into L'Oreal Access, complete the Haul for the Holidays learning plan, which has been curated just for students so they can learn about different L'Oreal professional hair care and color brands. And then you'll hop over to L'Oreal's Level Loyalty Reward site and enter to win the Ultimate Stylist Starter Kit. 100 students will win the holiday haul containing prizes like a mannequin head, a carbon comb, tint brushes, mixing bowls, super cute capes and aprons, towels, a ton of full-size L'Oreal products, and so much more. Then 10 lucky winners will get all of that plus enough level points to redeem for a nice set of shears or a Dyson hairdryer. Typically, you have to earn points on level by buying L'Oreal products, but with Haul for the Holidays promotion, you have the chance to get them for free. How insane is that? Students will have just until before the end of November to complete it. So make sure you're signed up for both L'Oreal Access and L'Oreal Level Loyalty Rewards program. More info is on its way, but go ahead and get excited. This is about to be a happy holiday indeed. Now let's get back to the episode. Do you think that had you not gone to beauty school, had you not had that background, like, do you think that this is something that you would have been able to kind of work your way up to? I mean, you have a very high role in the company. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think that you would have been able to get here without that? Or do you think like that's a big part of it? Yeah. I actually look back at my career and I think uh, the biggest biggest milestone that I had was becoming a hairdresser mm-hmm. and being able to have that skill set and, and, you know, be able to do your state board and at the time doing your roller sets and going through those learning and going through that experience. Yeah. Um, that was really the, the big milestone that created the, the career path that I was able to find for myself. Yeah. And I think you probably give a really important um, input to when you all are creating curriculum. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that you just kind of like going back to like, this is how we learn. This is what the classroom is going to be like. Yeah. This is what Silas needs. I mean, I'm sure that there are people that without a beauty school background can go in and say, okay, I'm going to talk to Silas. I'm going to whatever, but you just already, you know, have that. And I'm sure Silas appreciate that. I think, mm-hmm. um, I think it's such like a, like, a proud um, role. And I think mm-hmm. like it's as a stylist, like you want to be heard. And sometimes I think if there's a separation, yeah. um, it doesn't feel as genuine, but I think you coming in and being like, no, I did this. Like I exactly. worked in this, like I'm sure it's, it's valued even more. Um, and what you're able to bring to the company is even bigger because of that. So I think yeah. that that's so awesome. What advice would you give to somebody that's coming into the industry? What advice would you give to young stylists with you having such a focus on education? Um, I know for me, 
me, that's always my, you know, biggest piece of advice is to always, you know, keep learning and keep growing. Is that kind of the sentiment that you share as well? Absolutely. I, I think, um, you know, I would say be fearless. Take every opportunity that you, you can. Um, you know, you, you shared a good point before about, um, you know, who is it that you can find as mentors, mm-hmm. right? And I, I think starting out as a young, young stylist in the, the industry, you have so many opportunities that can open up if you network. Mm-hmm. Put yourself out there. Don't be afraid. Make connections. Reach out to manufacturers. Um, you know, there's so many opportunities that, that big companies and big corporations can provide in roles mm-hmm. with education, um, which then opens up all of these opportunities to be able to travel uh, you know, see the U.S. In my case, I had the opportunity to actually travel and see the world, right? Because of being a hairdresser and, and networking, leveraging, creating contacts and, uh, you know, finding really, really good mentors. Yeah. If somebody is in B-School right now and they're thinking like, how do I get connected to a brand? Yeah. Um, how would you recommend somebody kind of start with that? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, um, you know, once they are finding a, a salon that they, they love and that they're going to create for their home base, um, explore what product lines they have. Each of those product lines will have sales representatives. The sales representatives can help bridge that gap for them um, and introduce them to the right people within their their brands um, from an education standpoint. You know, I think, um, you know, what makes this industry so unique is that education is so important. Every brand, every manufacturer has education. Uh, You know, I I can confidently say L'Oreal has the best education out there. Uh, You know, we're the the largest beauty brand and it's for a reason. You know, there's so many opportunities. So make those connections. Once you're in the salon, find your sales rep, find the product lines that that you love. Reach out, network and, and explore. See what opportunities there are. Yeah, I don't think that that's always something that's like discussed in the beginning. I think when students are fine or stylists, graduates are finding their salon home, it's, you know, what's the associate program look like and all of that. I really love this idea of really jumping in more on the product side of it too. Yeah. And really asking those questions and in interviews and when you're choosing um, a salon, making sure that you're going to get that education, but then even diving deeper to say, what is this brand going to mm-hmm. give me? And what is this brand in the salon going to be able to offer me? I think that yeah. that's really important. I don't know that we've talked about that yet on the show. So I think that it's awesome to be able to talk to you or yeah, talk to you about it. And so I think that that's a great tip um, to really like ask those questions too. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily think that it's like the number one thing. I mean, you've got to find a fit and that you like who you're going to be working with and all of that stuff. But I think it's a very important piece of it. Because oh, um, like you said, I mean, going to, um, you know, going to extra classes or whether how much of that is digital now and how much of it is in person um, is going to be different for everyone. But I think it's so important to be able to know that you're getting the extra education that you need to stay current because yeah. there's just, I mean, I know we talk about education all the time, but it's it's just the most important part of being a su- successful side. Yeah, I think what, um, you know, what I wish I would have known back then as well, right, is aside from product opportunities, you know, so many brands, for example, in Kerasas, we have an amazing ambassador program. And you're able to kind of use that as a stepping stone. And, and, um, you know, when I think back to, uh, you know, years ago when I go in salons, I would have loved to have that knowledge to be able to ask, you know, from a career pathing standpoint. Yeah. If I'm joining your salon team, what education do you provide? What development do you provide? Do you work with any manufacturers that have ambassador programs, allow you to be artists for them? Um, you know, and what could that look like, right? Because I think when you're choosing a salon, yes, all of those pieces are important, mm-hmm. but what does that career path look like, right? Yeah. You want to, you know, make sure that you're building your career to have longevity and to be able to have those growth opportunities. And so many times manufacturers provide those, mm-hmm. um, but they're not as widely talked about in that first interview process. Yeah. 
how soon would somebody be able to jump into a program like that? Is there like a requirement as far as like you need to be in the salon for a year? You need to be, in, I mean, how long, at what point would you do an ambassador program like that? Yeah, I would say, um, uh, you know, with the, the ambassador program, it's uh, around a year would be a good benchmark. Okay. Um, you know, if you are a stylist that is just completely in love with the brand, seeks education, mm-hmm. uh, you know, goes beyond just the, the roles, loves being able to present, share back information with your salon team. You could also look at, at you know, having that even be a, a, an opportunity sooner than a, a year mark. Yeah. And really, that would be work with your, your sales representative, your business development manager, depending on the brands, and asking those questions. What yeah. kind of programs do you have and how can I get involved? I think that's so great because I think that the burnout that can sometimes happen is you've gone through beauty school and it's, you know, mm-hmm. in Tennessee, it's 1,500 hours. So it's it's a long time yeah. um, to be going through school. And then you go into the salon and you kind of feel like you're sweeping hair for a little bit and you're, you know, doing the things that are so important, but getting extra education. Mm-hmm. I think having that and being like, okay, but if I can get through another year, like yeah. I'll be able to do this. Like that is so validating, I think, to somebody to be able to be like, I'm going to go learn and I'm going to take this a little bit into my own hands. And I think that control is something that stylists want a little bit more. I think that that's a lot of the reason that we probably see people leaving salons yeah. to open suites. So I love that idea for being like, get to this point and you're going to get to do something for yourself that you're going to get to share with your team and create a bigger role for yourself. Mm-hmm. I am so excited to talk more about this because I think that that's something that's that's really important and is really going to be valuable, I think, especially as we're seeing the changes that we're seeing in the industry. So yeah, Absolutely. And I think you know, even, you know, coming in and, and being able to be an investor and, and mm-hmm. represent a brand, um, you know, it will always open up more opportunities. Yeah. You know, obviously you have your salon team, you have your salon family, which is amazing, mm-hmm. but you are now part of a, a network of almost 900 people for Carousel, you know, across the, the U.S. Wow. That's a, a really unique community, yeah. right? You have additional opportunities for education, additional opportunities for upskilling, for development, presentation skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, all of that is, is made possible really just by taking control and just asking what else is there? What other opportunities can I seek? Yeah. What else is available to me? That's awesome. Well, that's so great. And this information is so valuable. So I'm so thankful that you took time out of your busy day to be with us. And it was so awesome to meet you. So thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And where can we um, follow you? um, And where can we follow kind of the things that you're doing with the company? Yeah, absolutely. So my Instagram, I'm always posting all of the the content, the stories, the classes, the programs. Um, So it is at tdocswell on Instagram. And it's a great way just to stay connected, see other opportunities that, that are there and what's available. Awesome. And then Carasauce, obviously, we can follow. And then is it carasauce.com? Absolutely. So we have our Carasauce Pro channel. Um, So on Instagram, we actually have two, which is is really unique. Um, We have a official page, which is actually worldwide, all of the products that we have, all of the launches, everything from uh, from the, the global standpoint. And then we also have a pro channel. So it, it is a uh, compilation of all of our top artists across the, the world showcasing techniques and looks, product knowledge. Um, so definitely those would be two that I would check out, Kerastos awesome. Official and Kerastos Pro. Awesome. Well, make sure you all go follow. And thank you again so much for being with us today. Yes, thank Thanks. you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Beauty School Bobby brought to you by L'Oreal Access and Lead. If you enjoyed this episode and know somebody else that would enjoy it, make sure you share this with them. Follow us on Instagram at Beauty and Style Network. Follow me at Beauty School Bobby. Make sure that you are subscribed on YouTube. Ring that bell so that you're notified when new episodes come out. And if you're listening to a podcast, leave a five-star review and tell us how amazing it was. Thank you so much and we'll see you soon.